What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show, episode 16. We got a big episode today. We got Championship Saturday coming up on Saturday and Championship Friday if you count the Pac-12. I wish the Pac-12 was playing that late night game that I love so much, but they're not. They decided to play it on Friday night. We'll get to that. We got the Ole Miss sanctions coming down on Friday. Ole Miss received their uh, letter that said, hey, you're going to receive your sanctions come Friday. They got 24 hours, so it'll probably be tomorrow on Friday at 8 a.m. So I'll be up. I'll be covering that. I'm excited. Also got some big, 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 huge, bigly news, as our president says. I'm excited about this news. We're going to get to that. We're actually going to cover that last in this show. It's something that I've been working on. It's something that, that it is so big for this show that I can't even put into words how big this is for the show. And there could be more opportunities like this that are coming, and we're going to leave it at that. So we're going to talk a little college hoops action. We had a couple, like the uh, Thanksgiving tournaments, and it's called Feast Week. I loved it. I enjoyed this basketball. I enjoyed watching these games. First up, when the PK-80, we had the Duke Blue Devils beating Florida 87-84. to The motion champions there, Duke Blue Devils are. That was a fun game. I tell you what, Marvin Bagley is a great, great player. He's one of the best players in the country, if not the best player in the country. That game felt a lot like a Final Four. It was a Final Four-type atmosphere. It was a fun game. I enjoyed watching. I sit up until I think it was about 1 o'clock Central Time watching the game and enjoying the game. It was a fun game to watch. It was very, very fun. I think Florida's the best team in the SEC. We put that out on the show Friday night. Or, no, yeah, Friday night, I mean. And um, actually, that was Saturday. Sunday night, I mean, Sunday night. So we put that on the show Sunday night. I think Florida, then it's Texas A&M, Kentucky, then you got Alabama. I mean, Alabama, for crying out loud, they outscored Minnesota after being down all their team. They played with three players against eight. I mean, which is really impressive. Alabama hung with them, all lost by five points to Minnesota. I'm impressed by Alabama, especially that Colin Sexton kid. He's a very, very good player. I enjoy watching him. He's one of the best players in the SEC right now, along with Chris Yoza from Florida. Uh, you know, SEC is very strong. You go top to bottom. I mean, you've got Tennessee beating people down in the Bahamas like crazy. you got them beating Purdue. You have them losing a close one to Villanova in the championship game. I mean, the SEC is realistically going to get seven to eight teams in the NCAA tournament this year. And I fully expect that. Then you have outside uh, teams like Auburn or, you know, like an Ole Miss or somebody like that who can sneak up on you. I know that uh, Ole Miss lost to South Dakota State, but they still can sneak up on you. They've got a good point guard down there. They've got a good coach in Coach Kennedy. It's very fun. I, I enjoy Ole Miss basketball. So next up in the PK-80 in the victory, in the victory bracket, you had Michigan State beating North Carolina for winning that championship, 63-45. to 45. I tell you what, Michigan State and their senior Leighton team is a very, very good team. I enjoy watching Michigan State. I enjoy watching how they play. I enjoy Tom Izzo. I really, really like this Michigan State team. I think that this Michigan State team is one team that can go on into, uh, into great things. I love this Michigan State team. I think they're a Final Four team along with Duke Blue Devils and Florida. And it proves that North Carolina is not exactly North Carolina of old of last year, but I still think they're a good team. I think Michigan State with Bridges, and I think Duke with uh, Bagley, and Florida with Chris Yonzo and those other good uh, freshmen that they got at Florida. I think those three teams are like the, some of the best teams in the country, along with AM, along with uh, Kentucky, Kansas. I mean, it's a, it's a fun year for college basketball. Kind of overlooking the FBI scandal and kind of getting over that a little bit, which is great. I'm kind of happy we're kind of moving past it. Hopefully no other teams will be announced, but it wouldn't surprise me. So next up, we got the Maui Invitational. What a great game this was. Wichita State, I'm going to say this about Wichita State. Their non-conference schedule is very impressive. They're playing Baylor this week, this Saturday, played Notre Dame in the Maui Classic. 
The Irish won 67-66 in a dramatic fashion. That was a fun game to watch. I actually enjoyed really, really watching that game. So we got the battle for Atlantis, the bad boy mower, Atlantis Classic. I love that tournament. Villanova eds out Tennessee, 85-76. Tennessee, amongst all their football problems, their basketball is something to be proud of. Their basketball is a good team. Rick Barnes has got a well-coached uh, well team down there. So the big games to watch for on Saturday, December 2nd. Big rivalry game in the in the state of Ohio and Cincinnati. You got Cincinnati traveling across town to play Xavier. It's a $131 ticket, 11 o'clock tip-off on FSM. What I'm excited about that game, we're actually going to talk about that game more in depth on Saturday on the tip-off slash tailgate show. I'm really excited about that game. So IU and Michigan, Big Ten, kind of the Big Ten opening up a little early. I guess that's because they can play some more non-conference games to kind of add in a little bit of excitement for Big Ten hoops. So 11.30 tip-off on CBS. That's a big-time Big Ten matchup. IU played really close with Duke except the last four or five minutes when Duke went on a 14-4 run and win that, won that game. So it's a big game for IU traveling to Ann Arbor. Next up, we got Wichita State traveling to Baylor. What a big game this is. 1 p.m. on ESPNU. Wichita State's non-conference, man. What a non-conference schedule that is. They played the Irish last week. Now they're playing Baylor. I mean, Wichita State's for real. I think more people are going to take them serious now that they're in a better conference in the AAC. So next up, we got Virginia Tech traveling to Oxford to play Ole Miss, 1 p.m. on the SEC Network. Ole Miss is looking to bounce back from a loss against a good South Dakota State team. That South Dakota State team, the Jackrabbits, as they call them, are a NCAA tournament team. So nothing to hang your hat on, Ole Miss. That's a good team. But Ole Miss is looking to kind of seek revenge against a decent Virginia Tech team. Harvard travels to Rupp Arena to play the Wildcats in Kentucky, 2.30 tip-off on ESPN. I'm excited about that game. I want to see what uh, Kentucky can do against that slow-down, Harvard-style, Ivy League-style of basketball. I'm really excited about that. Ohio State traveling to Wisconsin, another Big Ten game, 4 p.m. Actually, that's the uh, Big Ten ba uh, football championship as well. Not only are they going to meet on the hardwood, but they're also going to meet on the gridiron, too. What an interesting storyline that is. We're going to talk about that on Saturday more in depth. 4 p.m. on Fox. Looking forward to that game. So, championship weekend is upon us. Let's go. I'm excited. We finally made it. It's, it's going to be a glorious championship Saturday. I'm so, so excited. I know you're excited. I know you're ready to watch it. There's a watch party down at the Liberty Bowl. We're going to get more in depth on that show. We're going to talk a little bit of details, and hopefully uh, we might even be there. We, we don't know. We're trying to confirm some stuff. I'm trying to plan some stuff. and trying to get some stuff together. So without further ado, we're going to talk a little bit of championship Saturday football, man. I am pumped. Well, we're also we're going to talk about the Friday night game first. I, I forgot about the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is throwing me off here. So the Pac-12 is playing at 7 p.m. on ESPN. It's Stanford and USC. SC is a three-and-a-half-point favorite in Santa Clara. I think the key to this game is if Stanford can run the ball against USC, Stanford has a legitimate shot. But the thing about it is USC has a really strong passing game with Sam Darnold. I think I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with Stanford in this game. I think the running game is a little too much. They got a good win. Stanford did against last week against Notre Dame. They're our first helmet sticker, by the way, for that win last week. Next up, Saturday games. We got Memphis traveling to Orlando to play UCF in the AAC championship game. It's 11 o'clock kickoff on ABC. I'm excited because the Liberty Bowl, Memphis alumni and all that are hosting a big watch party down at the Liberty Bowl. The gates open at 10 o'clock. You can enter in through all the gates. Got a big weekend in Memphis, actually. You got the St. Jude Marathon. Tigers are at home there in basketball. Then you've also got the Memphis Tigers playing UCF in Orlando for the AAC championships. I'm really excited about that matchup. Um, it's going to be a really high-powered offenses. I don't think there would be much defense. I mean, UCF won 49-42 last week over 
a good South Florida team. And then you had Memphis throttling a terrible ECU team, 70-13. to 13. So, I mean, the points are going to be scored in this game. If you love offense, this is the game for you. I'm excited about this game. I hope that Memphis can win the AAC championship and win their first ever um, conference championship in many years. It's going to be a big thing. The, uh, the city of Memphis is buzzing. Everything's blue. I'm enjoying it. I'm watching it from afar. I'm not, you know, exactly a Memphis fan, but I grew up here, so I'm rooting for Memphis in this game. Akron and Toledo is the next game up. It's the MAC Championship, 11 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. Toledo is a seven-point favorite, or 21-point favorite. Sorry about that. I'm going with Toledo in this game. We're going to get to that on the tailgate show. I'm really looking forward to that game. We got North Texas traveling to Bogota Raton and playing the Florida Atlantic Owls. My boy Lane Kiffin. FAU's 11.5-point favorite. I'm really, really excited about that. Can Lane Kiffin win nine straight Conference USA games and win their conference? I'm so, so excited for that game. Looking forward to watching that. TCU in Oklahoma, 11.30 kickoff in Dallas and Jerry's World. What a beautiful place that is. I've been to it. I've seen the outside. I've been inside of it. The Jumbotron literally stretches from one end zone to the next. It's beautiful. It's like 120 yards, I think, is the Jumbotron or something like that. So I'm really excited about that game. Should be a lot of offense, much like the UCF and Memphis game. Should be a lot of offense. OU's a seven-point favorite in that game. Next up, we got the Georgia Bulldogs and the Auburn Tigers squaring off in the SEC crown. Auburn's a three-point favorite. It's a 3 p.m. kickoff on the CBS network. I'm so excited for that game. Auburn's coming off a big win over Alabama, 12-point win over Alabama. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. It's a really big game because, one, it's in the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium, so it's a beautiful stadium. And, two, it's playing in Georgia's basically home state, home city. And it's also a big storyline because Auburn blew out the St. Georgia team only three weeks ago. So it's a really, really big matchup. It's the Deep South's oldest rivalry. I'm really, really looking forward to it. It should be one of the best SEC championships games we've had. I think the key is if Johnson plays for Auburn, I think Auburn has the edge. But if he doesn't play and and Michelle and uh, Chubb can run all over it, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. that. That should be a very fun matchup of good running backs going off on each other. But I think Georgia's defense, that speed on that Georgia defense is unstoppable. It should be very fun to see how Auburn has an answer for that. So next up, we got the Sun Belt Championship and a coach that I've been talking about for weeks that I think Tennessee should go after. Blake Anderson and his Arkansas State Red Wolves. It's a 6.30 kickoff on ESPN2 in Jonesboro. The winner takes the Sun Belt. Both two good teams. Both two teams are going to a bowl game. Arkansas State's going for the third straight Sun Belt Championship. Should be a fun matchup there. We got Fresno State playing Boise State in the Mountain West Conference Championship. 645 kickoff on ESPN. I'm really, really looking forward to that. It's at the blue turf. I love that blue turf, man. I'm going to give Boise State the edge in this one just because of that blue turf, and they'll probably be wearing their blue uniforms and what have you. So next up, we got the ACC Championship game in Charlotte. Clemson's a nine-and-a-half point favorite. 7 p.m. kickoff on ABC. Should be a really fun game. The winner goes to the playoffs. Next up, we got Ohio State-Wisconsin. Like, they're meeting on the hardware. They're meeting on the gridiron, baby. What a beautiful matchup this is. Ohio State's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. It's in Indianapolis. Think about that. I think that's a little bit of a high point spread for that game, You know, especially if you consider what Wisconsin's done this year. I mean, they're not giving them any credit whatsoever at all. They're not giving them a lick of credit. They're not giving them any bit of credit. I think Wisconsin comes out in this game kind of proving a point. I think if Ohio State wins, I think Alabama gets in the playoffs. But if Wisconsin gets in, Wisconsin's automatically in. So Alabama's got to turn into like the biggest TCU fans to start off the day. And then you, if they, if TCU loses, you got to be the biggest Ohio State fan, which is kind of funny because you got to eat a little bit crow because I know Ohio State and Alabama don't get along. But that's a conference. That's a conference championship Saturdays and Friday. I'm really looking forward to. That. I can't wait to 
either go down to Liberty Bowl and watch it on the big screens or watch everything on my couch and watch all the basketball games. It's going to be a fun day, actually. So the Tennessee coaching search. This is an absolute dumpster fire, guys. This is this is what you call a dumpster fire. It is the worst thing I've ever seen for a coaching. So the Tennessee coaching search has been an interesting one. First, you had last Sunday, you had Greg Schicchino get offered the job, basically take the job. Then Tennessee fans get ticked off because of all his previous stuff at Penn State. I don't want to go into all that. I mean, that's that's between Tennessee fans, Penn State, that's between all them. But he was offered the job, then he was yanked from the job after Tennessee fans basically revolted and made fools of themselves, including Clay Travis. Then you had John Gruden. John Gruden was never coming to Tennessee. You have Jeff Brom. He was never coming to Tennessee. He's happy at Purdue. I mean, to get turned down by a Purdue coach, who would have ever thought that Tennessee would get turned down by the Purdue coach? I mean, that's, 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 that's crazy. You had Mike Gundy basically playing that for a contract extension. He tweeted out he's a pokey for life, which is really interesting. It's kind of funny because, you know, Vol fans say Vol for life. Well, Gundy said, I'm a pokey for life. So that, I, I found that kind of interesting. Jim Bob Cooter, he's not interested. Lane Kiffin's not leaving Florida, Florida Atlantic. Dave Doreen from NC State. Turn them down today. I mean, who does Tennessee turn to next? Kevin Sumlin's been named. I don't know why they're not going after T. Martin. We've been saying T. Martin on this show since about two months ago when we knew Butch Jones was going to get fired. So I don't know why they're not going after T. Martin, but that's beside the point. If Tennessee fans want to go after what Haslam and what all his little minions that John Curry, the yes man, does, then they'll go after Kevin Sumlin. But if they want to do what the Vol Nation really wants them to do, then they'll go after T. Martin. I think T. Martin would be a good fit in Knoxville. I think T. Martin would be an excellent fit in Knoxville. Actually, going to put that out there. Les Miles has been named. How about Blake Anderson from Arkansas State? Are you kidding me? This guy has won two Sun Belts. He's won an uh, NCAA championship at the Division II level. He coached under some good coaches. He played at Southern Miss. He coached at Southern Miss, coached at North Carolina. I mean, this guy's got a proven winning record. I don't know why Tennessee's not giving him any time of day. That's beside the point. Florida State, if Jimbo leaves, here are the names that have been mentioned if Jimbo leaves per footballscoop.com. Those are my guys from my sources for coaching. Hat, you know, Tip of the hat to them. They're always on top of the game. Kevin Sumlin's been named. William Willie, Willie Taggart from Oregon, but he just got a contract extension. And then Charlie Strong. Those three coaches are the names to watch out for if Florida State's coach Jimbo Fisher leaves for A&M. Matt Luke, congratulations. We love you. I love this hire. Ole Miss hired Matt Luke permanently to fill their head coaching vacancy. He's an Ole Miss boy. He's from the state of Mississippi. Hats off to Matt Luke. Mississippi State hired Jim Moorhead, offensive coordinator for Penn State. That's a great hire. That guy knows his football. That guy knows how to coach football. That guy's really good at football. Florida hired Dan Mullen. Nebraska's likely to hire Scott Frost from UCF. XAM. Jimbo Fisher, Arkansas, at this point, nobody really knows. Arkansas is kind of like keeping a hush-hush, which is understandable. So we're going to get to the back of the bus. Another coaching search. Uh, enough of the coaching search talk. We're going to get to the back of the bus. Mississippi State, after losing 31-28 to to their rival, arch-rival Ole Miss, they're in the back of the bus. Kentucky, after getting thumped. Let me tell you this. Kentucky had every opportunity this year to win eight to nine games reasonably. But Mark Stoops and company did not have what it takes, and that's fine. You know, Kentucky fans, they're happy with 7-5, and five, whatever. But when you get embarrassed by, by your arch rival, 44-17, and when, when Lamar Jackson, who you may look like a fool last year, makes you look like a fool this year, it's kind of ridiculous. Your team was not prepared, which is okay. It's whatever. It's Kentucky. 
Tennessee finished 0-8 in the SEC and the coaching search. That puts them back at the bus. I know Vol Nation, I've been getting the back sorted. I know Vol Nation's very upset, and I get it. I really do, really, really do get it. But that is what it is. So next up, back at the bus. I never thought I'd be able to say this, but the Alabama Crimson Tide, after getting beat by 12 points by the arch rival Auburn on the flanks, Alabama's in the back of the bus for that. Miami's in the back of the bus after their embarrassing loss, 24 to 14 over at, at the hands of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh upset West Virginia 10 years ago to ruin their chances at a BCS championship, and they might have just done that for Miami. So helmet stickers. We're going to give one to Ole Miss and Matt Luke in particular, 31-28 over the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Congratulations to Ole Miss. Pittsburgh 24 to 14 over Miami. UCF 49-42 over USF. Auburn. 12-point win over Alabama. That could, that deserves a helmet sticker plus some. I mean, what an amazing year Auburn's having. Memphis 70-13. to If you haven't jumped on that 901 bandwagon like we've been saying for weeks, you need to go ahead and jump on that, man. I'm excited for Memphis. Ohio State over Michigan in the comeback fashion. And Oklahoma 59-31 over West Virginia. My boy Baker Mayfield had 281 yards, three touchdowns. What an incredible performance. So here's my Heisman kind of things that I'm going to kind of say who are my top four for the Heisman. You had Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Bryce Kelly from Stanford, and Saquon Barkley from Penn State. Let me know what you think about that, and let me know what your opinions on the Heisman and what have you. So we're going to get to the big news on the show, and and this is huge. I, I'm really, really excited about, the, about this news, okay? So I've been applying for different media credentials. I got access to this media-only uh, you know, website, whatever. So I applied for several media credentials, um, one including the Birmingham Bowl in Birmingham, Alabama. And I got an email today and a confirmation and everything that I got accepted to cover the Birmingham Bowl as a media member. I'll be in the press row. I'll get to do all the interviews. I'll get to go on the field, you know, stay in the media hotel, blah, 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 blah. I'm pumped. This is big for the show. This is the type of thing that gets your show out there in the market and kind of gets people to notice you and kind of people to – Say, you know what, hey, he's kind of an up-and-coming broadcaster, up-and-coming podcast. You know, let's give him a little bit of a listen. So I'm excited about that. We're going to be in Birmingham on December 23rd and probably the 22nd to cover the Birmingham Bowl. Eventually, Memphis can be there if they lose Saturday, but I hope Memphis wins. So I hope I'm seeing UCF. But, you know, it, it's big. I'm, I'm excited. I'm trying to, stay, trying to stay calm, but I'm so pumped. Birmingham Bowl is a great bowl. I love the I love the city of Birmingham. I look forward to visiting that city. I look forward to covering that bowl game. I look forward to giving this podcast and giving you the fans and giving you the people who have put me in this spot everything that I have on that bowl week. I'm excited. I'm going to do all the media events. I'm going to do all the press things. I'm going to do all the press conferences, do all that. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I want to thank each and every one of you for all your support, all your love, all your prayers, all your good vibes, everything. This show and that that credential could not have been uh, done without you. It could not have been done without you because the first episode, we started off rough. The second episode, we got better each and every week just because of you fans uh, giving me feedback, giving me questions, giving me you know answers, everything. You fans and you people who listen to the podcast, as my favorite coach in college basketball say, you people are crazy. You people are crazy. John Calipari says that when we give him credit. But you people are crazy. You have you have pushed me over the edge towards uh, getting more noted and getting more into the sports media world. And I greatly, greatly appreciate that. We're going to be doing you know some contests coming up. We're going to be doing some fun things or whatever. 
But if you're going to that Birmingham Bowl, let me know. We're going to have some fun down there. I'm really, really excited about going to Birmingham. I'm really excited about meeting some of these media people. I'm really, really excited about doing that. I'm, I'm excited about doing some interviews, potentially doing a podcast interview down there. I'm excited. It's going to be a very, very fun time in Birmingham. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for all the support. Also, we're going to extend the t-shirt sales a few more days. I know it's right before Christmas. We got about a month before Christmas. And I want to get everybody a t-shirt. Everybody, I want them to order a t-shirt. It's going to be in the stocking. It's a beautiful stocking stuffer. It's the way to get our name out there. It's a way to support this business and to support this uh, this this living. So thank you all so much for tuning in the show. Thank you all for making all these things possible. Thank you for listening to the show, and God bless.